All right. Boy, we're back. We're back again for nuggets of God's Word with the Reverend Nathaniel Nab Brown, pastor of Walker's Chapel Free Will Baptist Church in Sumter, South Carolina. Yes, we've been looking for a new name for our podcast, but right now we've still got nuggets of God's Word. We want to welcome you tonight. We took a few weeks off from our podcast. Uh, We're rearranging our studio and everything, and so just thank you for being patient, but once again, pass the word on, and uh, if anyone would like to get in touch with us, uh, all you have to do is just email us at revnat, that's R-E-V-N-A-T-B at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. And once again, this is Pastor Nathaniel Knapp Brown coming to you with Nuggets of God's Word Words podcast. Man, it's wonderful to be, to be back tonight with everyone. You know, of all the things going on in the world today, I think each one of us, maybe we need a little encouraging. And that's what's going to be the title of our podcast tonight is simply going to be Christians now, it's Christians that says something, that says that we're born again, that we're no better than anybody else, but we are actually trying to set an example so people can see the Lord Jesus Christ in our lives, right? That's what Christians are. That's what Christians are supposed to be. But I think tonight that Christians are to be encouragers and not discouragers. So if you have a Bible, I want you to look, turn with me to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, beginning in verse 11. Verse 11. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 11 to 13, it says, Wherefore, comfort yourselves together and edify one another. That word edify means simply to build up or teach one another, even as also ye do. And we beseech you, brethren, to know them which labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you and to esteem them very highly in love for the work's sake and be at peace among yourselves. Now, this verse is simply saying, therefore, encourage, admonish, exhort one another, edify, strengthen and build up one another just as you are doing. So we want to tie, we said a few minutes ago, we want to tie this. Christians ought to be encouragers. We are to be the ones to build up. And uh, we should be encouragers and not discouragers. The difference between encourager is someone that builds up. A discourager is someone who's, who would tear down. And in churches today, I we need to be encouragers, building one another up, inspiring one another, and strengthen one another in our faith. And I promise you, there's so much going on in the world today. We've got COVID, we got uh, Afghanistan and Iraq and and things of this sort that's going on in the world that that war is about to break out again, which has never stopped. And the Bible said there's going to be rumors of wars, wars and rumors of wars until the man, the Lord Jesus, comes back. You hear what I'm talking about? But in the day that we're living in today with COVID and everything that we've got going on in the world today, we definitely need 
to be encouragers. We need to be inspiring one another and we need to be strengthening one another in our faith and our walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. Call, God do believe God has called us tonight to be encouragers. That is what assembling together in the church is all about. In Hebrews 10, 25, it says, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the matter of some is, but listen what the next part of that verse in Hebrews 10, 25 is saying, but exhorting, lifting up one another, and so much the more as ye or you see the day approaching. It's simply saying, not forsaken or neglecting to assemble together as believers, as it is the habit of some people, but we need to be admonishing. What do we, what does that word admonishing mean? It means warning. It means urgent. It means encouraging one another and all the more faithfully as you see the day approaching. What day is it talking about? It is talking about the day of the Lord when Jesus Christ is coming back. And folks, you listen to this nugget of God's word with Pastor Nathaniel, Dr. Nat Brown. I want you to know one thing. I do believe the coming of the Lord is closer than it has ever been in the entire history of Christianity. So if there ever been a time that we need to encourage one another, now is the time we need to encourage. And in Hebrews chapter 3, verse 13, it's not talking about encouraging somebody sometime, part of the time. In Hebrews 3, 13, it's saying, but exhort one another daily while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. And I'm going to tell you what, the deceitfulness of sin is out there. In other words, it's saying, and Hebrews 3.13, warn, admonish, urge, and encourage one another every day, not just off, just once in a while, but every day, as long as it is called today, that none of you may be hardened, and to settled rebellion. And brothers and sisters, I promise you, in the United States of America today, there's a lot of people that settled in to rebellion and the deceitfulness of sin by the fraudulence, the trickery, which the elusive glamour of his of the devil has showed sin may play on him. The devil is a counterfeiter. He is a liar tonight and the father of it. And he's saying, in Hebrews 3.13, it's saying to one another, encourage one another today. And if this podcast does anything for you today, I hope it is that it will encourage you. I think God has commanded us to encourage one another. Uh, And we do just the opposite. And I believe since we are human beings at times, we discourage one another instead of encouraging one another. Folks, concentrate on people's weaknesses and faults instead of their strength and lift them up. Criticize others instead of complimenting them on their good qualities. Tear down instead of building up. This is what the human side, since we are humans at times, we do exactly these things. We discourage one another instead of encouraging one another. We concentrate on people's weaknesses and faults instead of their strength. Criticize others instead of complimenting them on their good qualities and tear down instead of building up. 
And tonight in this podcast, we want to explore some things about encouragement that I hope will inspire people, inspire us us to be encouragers instead of discouragers. Number one, why should we be an encourager? In the Bible, in Acts chapter 13, 5, a young man named John Mark was an enthusiastic worker for the Lord. In fact, he loved God so much that he accompanied Paul and Barnabas on their first missionary journey. Let's see what Acts chapter 13, 5 says. And when they were at Salamis, they preached the word of God in the synagogues of the Jews, and they had also John to their ministers. In other words, um, oh John, the synagogues of the Jews, and they had John Mark as an attendant to assist them. But listen what happened to John Mark. John Mark, he was an enthusiastic worker for the Lord. He loved God so much that he went with Paul and Barnabas on their first missionary journey in the book of Acts. But however, along the way, like so many others along the way, John Mark decided to return home and leave the missionary effort. Think of that. He said, I'm done with this. I'm going back home. But later, in Acts chapter 15 and 36, 40, and some days after Paul said unto Barnabas, let us go again and visit our brother in every city where we have preached the word of the Lord and see how they do. And you know what? In the 37th verse of Acts chapter 15, here's exactly what happened. And Barnabas, Barnabas determined to take with them John, whose surname was Mark. That's how we got the name John Mark. And so Barnabas wanted to invite John Mark, John Mark to join them for another journey, but Paul did not want to. Paul was one probably at that particular time. He was not a, a encourager, but at a time he was being a discourager. So, but later, Barnabas went, Barnabas with Mark and Paul with Silas, the partners went separate ways. But can you imagine how devastating it was for Mark when Paul refused to let him go on the next missionary journey? You know what? He could have been so discouraged that he would even quit the ministry or even give up on God. However, how many folks today, somebody has discouraged you, discouraged you to just want to give up and quit. Tonight, this podcast is for you. We want to encourage you. Don't quit. Be an eye-canner. I preached a sermon on that one time. Be an eye-canner, not eye-can't. Always remember, someone tells you that you can't do something, or you even put in your mind that you can't do something, always remember that the first word in can't is can. And I always love that Philippians passage of Scripture, I can do all things through Christ Jesus whom strengthened me. Now just imagine Mark, when old Paul refused to let him go on the next missionary journey, he could have been so discouraged that he could have quit the ministry. However, Barnabas, son of encouragement, stood beside his friend 
John Mark, despite his past failure, and encouraged him in the work of the Lord and told him to keep on. He lifted up John Mark up and gave him another chance and inspired him to continue in the ministry. Now, folks, because of Barnabas' encouragement changed John Mark's life. And if we would all think about this tonight, what would have happened if Mark had quit? We probably would not have the gospel according to Mark in our Bibles today. But because someone decided they were going to be an encourager, his name was Barnabas, called him, they even gave him a name, son of encouragement, because you know why? He stood beside his friend, John Mark, despite all his past failures, despite of all his downtime, he stood there and he was an encouragement, encourager and encouragement to him to And it changed John Mark's life. And we have the gospel according to Mark because of that event. How many of us, someone came to us and says, you know, we I've been offered a new job. It's a little bit uh, more rewarding, more responsibilities, but, and it's a little bit more headache. And we would say, I don't know if you can do that or not. When we, as encouragers and Christians, should say, you can do it. Go for it. I want to tell you tonight, if you listen to this podcast tonight, I want to give you a nugget of God's Word. And the nugget of God's Word is from the book of Philippians. I would ask you to read the whole entire book of Philippians, chapter 4. I can do all things through Christ Jesus, whom strengthened me. If we look for our strength from Christ Jesus, folks, we can do all things. And we need people to surround ourselves with people that will encourage us and not discourage us in this day that we're living in. We have decisions we have to make today where we need to take COVID uh, vaccine, where we don't need to take COVID vaccine, and I'm not sitting here tonight and telling you what to do. But I will tell you in the country that we're in, I want to encourage you to be your own self, to be your own person. Don't take anybody else. Let your heart be your guide. Pray to God and let God lead you. And I encourage you, whatever your feelings and whatever God leads you to do, I ask you, that's what you need to be doing. You need to do it, okay? I want to be that encourager. Don't let your past, and you're going to hear this a lot on Nuggets of God's Word podcast with uh, Pastor Nathaniel Nat Brown. You're going to hear this a lot. Do not let your past determine what your future is going to be. Do not let your past discourage you and steal your victory for today. Are you getting that? If you, you've given your sins, you've given your life to the Lord Jesus Christ tonight, don't let those past things determine what. Be a go-getter. I want to encourage you. Go get it. You can do it. No matter what the devil says you can't do, I want you to know you can do. 
Trust Jesus Christ, bless God. Go with him all the way. He will never lead you wrong. He will never forsake you and give it your all. Sometimes you're going to come through some discouraging times. You're going to come through some times that you're going to feel like throwing up both hands and quit. You're going to feel like sometimes, is it worth it? I promise you tonight, it is worth it. Do you hear me? It is worth it. I want to give you an illustration. There was a lady by the name of Judy Tatterbaum. I hope I'm saying her name right. She was a young social worker in New York City psychiatric clinic. I was, she was asked to see Ross, a 20-year-old woman who had been referred to us from another psychiatric facility. It was an unusual referral in that no information was received ahead of her appointment. I was told, uh, quoting what Judy says, I was told to play it by ear and to figure out what her problems were and what she needed. Without a diagnosis to go on, I saw Roz as an unhappy, misunderstood young woman who hadn't been listened to in her earlier therapy. Her family situation was unpleasant, I didn't see her as a disturbed, but rather as a lonely and misunderstood. She responded so positively, positively to being heard, I encouraged her to start a life worth living, to find a job, a satisfying place to live, and a new relationship. We hit it off well, and she started making important changes in her life right away. The records from the previous psychiatric facility arrived a month after Ross and I began our successful work together. To my complete surprise, her records were several inches thick, describing a number of psychiatric hospitalization. Her diagnosis was paranoid schizophrenia with a common comment on her being hopeless. That had been my experience with Ross at all. I decided to forget those pieces of paper. I never treated her as if she had that hopeless diagnosis. Listen to this, folks. I did find out about the horrors for Ross of those hospitalizations of being drugged, isolated, and abused. First, Ross found a job Then a place to live away from her difficult family. In several months of working together, she introduced me to her husband-to-be, a successful businessman who adored her. When we completed our therapy, Roz gave me the gift of a silver bookmark and a note that said, Thank you for believing and encouraging me well. I want to read that last statement again. When Dr. Judy done away with all the papers because it was discouragement, she decided she would be an encouragement, an encouragement, and an encourager to her. And that bookmark, that gift of a silver bookmark that said it all, thank you for believing and encouraging me as well. Today, folks, you can make a difference 
in somebody's life. Each time we encourage someone, praise God, it may change the course of his or her life by just those words. Too often, too often people are diagnosed, people unfairly, and labor them as a failure. God never labels anybody a failure. People might treat them as failures, but in reality, we should believe and encourage them no matter what. And when we do, we can change the course of their lives. That was the first thing that I wanted to bring out about encouraging. We need to look for the best in people and not the worst. We all have weakness. No one is perfect. And since all of us are frail human beings, we could pick each other to death and criticize. But if we'll look for people's strength, we'll look for each other's strength and good qualities. We will enjoy each other and build each other up. We cannot dwell on people's weakness. Encourage one of them, but instead we should focus on their good qualities, not the bad. The story is told about an old man who lived in a small town who was known around town for never saying any unkind words to anyone. Every word that came out of his mouth was encouraging and positive. And people in the town couldn't stand it because they liked to talk about people. So one day, a vicious dog who terrorized the townspeople for years died. And so the townspeople got together and began to say all kinds of bad things about the dog. After a while, the people went over to the nice man's house to see what he would say about the dog. They knew that he could not say any good thing about the dog. However, when the townspeople asked him what he thought about the dog, the nice man paused, who was an encourager, and said, that dog sure did have pretty teeth. Man, this man in that town was an encouragement. Look for opportunities tonight. Praise God, praise God. Look for things tonight to encourage others. When somebody does something good in your eyes, simply tell them. It will make a world of difference to that individual. Praise God. For example, if somebody prays for you, praise God, tell them thank you. Thank you. Encourage him in their faith. Joy, enjoy someone's prayers. Tell them thank you for praying for me. Praise God. Praise God. If someone becomes a Christian, encourage him or her in their faith don't say, well, I don't think they're going to make it. They've been too bad in their lives, and I hope just that they will hold on to the Lord Jesus Christ. Encourage him or her in their faith. Give them the old black back book called the Bible and help them to walk in their Christian walk. And I want to tell you something, folks, if someone at your job or someone around you does a good job, give them a pat on the back. I was in supervision for quite a few years with a company named Fluor Daniels. I was electrical foreman for them. And I found out that encouraging someone when they've done good to encourage them and rewarding them by saying, that's a good job, we got more work done because the simple reason is the folks that was in that were in my crew, knew that their job, their work, were appreciated because I encouraged them, and when they done good, I gave them a pat on the back and said, a good job. And a lot of companies today, that's exactly what they do in sales, and they offer awards and stuff. If you 
the best seller in the state, they give you award and things of this sort. So always encourage someone who does a good job and give them the encouragement, give them the pat on the back that they need. Even in our home life, folks, uh, if your children do something good, give them praise. Children constantly need encouragement in the day that we're living in because it builds up their self-worth and importance. And how many kids out there has been torn down by their parents? They can do nothing right. But if we, if the children do something good, encourage them. Don't holler them at every moment. Encourage them in the Lord. Teach them in the ways that they should go. That's what the Bible says. Teach them when they are small. Teach them in the ways of the Lord. And when they get older, the Bible said they would not depart from it. So do good. Give your children praise. And children, they need encouragement. You might, by encouraging them, you might could change their lives. Bless God, keep them off the streets, keep them off drugs of the things of this world. And trust me, in the day that we're living in today, with all the peer pressure, all the bullying they go through at school, they need encouragement. They need prayer at home. They need parents. Bless God, if you were one parent person out there, be there for that that person. Praise God. So be an encourager instead of a discourager. And trust me, in the day that we're living in, there's a lot of things out there that could discourage us. In conclusion, concluding our podcast tonight, I want you to think about brethren, sisters, and brothers and sisters in Christ. We need to be a people. We need to be a church of encouragement. And why would you sit there, Pastor Nat, tonight and say that as brethren and as Christians, as a church, we need to be a people of encouragement? Because I do believe that I took the Bible tonight, and the Bible, the first thing that we read tonight, I think the Bible commands us to do exactly that by the first thing that we read tonight, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, 11 through 13. Wherefore, comfort yourselves together and edify. That word edify, once again, is to admonish, exhort, and strengthen and build up one another. So at the conclusion of this podcast, it's telling us the Bible commands us to do this by being that encourager. We can change. I want you to get this tonight. We can change someone's life and we can build up people's self-worth. There's so many people out there that does not feel worthy of anything. Their self-esteem is down. Why? Most of the time because somebody has told them something's wrong with them and it's just building their head. We can change somebody's life. We can change somebody's self-worth by being an encourager. It is so easy to get caught up in tearing others down. But this mindset is worthless. There is nothing good that can come out of discouraging others. So if we are constantly tearing people down, it is time to stop it tonight. It is time to start building it up with building it up with kind words of encouragement. And when we leave this old earth, old earth, do we want to be remembered as an encourager or a discourager? That is that is strong right there. When we leave this earth, 
What would be our legacy? Would we leave this earth and be remembered as an encourager or discourager? That's some powerful words right there. I hope tonight that I have said something in this podcast and nuggets of God's word that will encourage you to keep on keeping on for whatever you might be doing. Do not be discouraged tonight. Things around us are looking bleak. Things around us are looking down. We don't know which way to go, which way to turn. But I want to encourage you tonight. If you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, I want to challenge you and I want to invite you this night to say, Lord, this pastor has encouraged me. It's encouraged me to do a better job on my job. It has encouraged me to do be, be a better person, a better church member, a better Christian. It's encouraged me to do exactly that tonight. This was the meaning. This was the purpose of this podcast tonight is to be and I encourage and tell you, you can do it. You can be a winner. And don't let nobody tell you you can't. Always remember, God can take lemons and turn it into lemonades. Did you hear me tonight? God does not call the qualified. He qualifies the call. If you put the call of God on the back burner in your life because you think you can't do it, I want to encourage you tonight that you can do it. You can do it. Go for God and he'll go with you. And I hope, if you're not a Christian tonight, I would ask you to say, Lord, I am not a Christian. I want you to forgive me of my sins. I want you to come into my heart and life tonight. And Lord, I want to be a Christian. Maybe you're out there in a motel room somewhere. You out there, you hooked on drugs. You out there, you are alcoholic. And somebody told you that you cannot break those chains. Somebody told you you cannot quit drugs. Somebody told you you cannot quit drinking. Well, I'm encouraging you tonight that you can quit drinking. I'm encouraging you tonight that you can throw those drugs in the trash can. I'm encouraging you tonight that your life can change and your life can be a vessel of honor. I'm not discouraging you. I'm not telling you you can't. I'm telling you you can do it. You can do it. And give your heart and life to the Lord Jesus Christ. He would change everything about you. All you got to do is admit, Romans 3.23, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And remember this, Ephesians 2.8, for by grace are ye saved through faith, that not of yourselves. It is a gift to God. You can't work for it. It's by faith and accepting Him. If you would do that tonight and you would email me at RevNat, that's R-E-V-N-A-T 94 at gmail.com, I will send you information that will help you on your Christian walk and to give you some material that will help you to go forward and we we will be here to encourage you and to help you. Praise God. Let's go to God in prayer. Our gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you tonight for this podcast, Nuggets of God's Word. And if there's any nuggets that I could pull out of God's Word tonight, that would be for us to be an encourager and not a discourager. If somebody's listening to this podcast, I pray tonight, let them listen. Let them get some tools to help them to go and go for Jesus and to be encouraged that they can do anything 
they want to do. Put God in their life and walk with Him. And Lord, we ask you these blessings. There is one tonight that do not know you. Let this be the night that they cry out to you before it's everlasting too late. And we ask you these things in the precious name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Please write us. Uh, email us, revnat94 gmail.com. If you're in the Sumter, South Carolina area, we would love to have you at Walker's Chapel Independent Free Will Baptist Church at 99 Walter Avenue in Sumter, South Carolina. Sunday school at 10 o'clock, worship service at 11 o'clock, and Wednesday night Bible study at 6.30. We would love to have you. Uh, email us. Until next time, this is Pastor Nat Brown saying, God bless you. God bless America. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And invite somebody to listen to Nuggets of God's Word with Pastor Reverend Dr. Nat Brown right here on Nuggets of God's Word. Until next week, may God bless you.